Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Black Culture, Black Thought, where we examine current events and see how they relate to Black culture, history, theory, and thought. I'm Chelsea Reed. I am with my homegirls, Jody and Franny. How are you guys doing? Good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Can't complain. Good. And today is going to be um, a hard episode. It's one that we actually recorded, but the audio got mess, uh, messed up and we felt it's way too important to just ignore and way too important to try to duplicate in and of itself again. So we just wanted to come back together and just have a different, completely new episode where we are looking at where we are at in this moment today, June 8th, um, and how we're feeling about what's happening. Um, As everybody knows, George Floyd was killed on May 25th, 2020 Memorial Day by four police officers from Minneapolis with the main one, Derek Chauvin. Derek Chauvin kneeled on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And for the second time, this country got to see a video of a man and his last words being that he can't breathe. And this death is following the deaths of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor. And we also learned last week of Manuel Ellis, who died in police custody. And his last words were also how he can't breathe. So protests have been erupting all over the country and we are seeing in real time how much of a police and military state that we are living in. We are seeing Trump call on the military. We saw Trump, like, did he tear gas or did he just spray rubber bullets into peaceful protesters so that way he could do a photo opportunity in front of a church? Do you guys know which one it was? Oh, they got gas as well too. Yeah, so tear gas and rubber bullets so we are seeing for a photo opportunity peaceful protesters protesters who are playing the guitar we saw them get um tear gas for no reason and it's like hard for me to talk about because i just it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't nothing about it is right and it just sounds so foreign from like to speak these words but then yet they're not that foreign because i think we as black people always knew that the police were capable of this Um, it's just kind of a shock to see them do it to white people too. Not going to lie. I'm a little bit shocked by it. So anyways, these protests, which have been deemed by some, the president, a lot of government officials, the police force, and some media as these very violent protests, we know that that's not the truth. We know that these are actually really peaceful protests. But regardless, I do want to say that these protests have had results come out from them. All four officers involved in Floyd's murder have been arrested and charged with second-degree murder for Derek Chauvin. The rest were charged with aiding and abetting and second-degree manslaughter. Oh, so sorry. They were charged with aiding and abetting for second-degree murder and then also aiding and abetting second-degree manslaughter. The Minneapolis council members have pledged to dismantle the police force and focus on community-involved safety programs. Los Angeles made the show i'm calling it a show because their budget of police for police forces are three billion dollars however they made the show of taking 100 million to 150 million dollars from the police forces budget to reinvest in black community programs Mm -hmm. so i just really wanted us to come together and just kind of say where are we at right now how are we feeling how are we processing this and also kind of at the end of the episode, talk about what we are doing as Black Culture, Black Thought in response to this. So Franny, why don't you kick it off for us? 
Yeah, I have uh, a lot of feelings about all of this. It's been a lot. And actually, just to address something you just said, um, I'm actually not surprised that white people were um, being targeted as well by the police because I personally think it's not just because they're white, it's because they're white people defending black people. And that's mm-hmm. why they were targeted. So I think it makes all the sense in the world for why they treated black white people like black people. You understand? So. Mm-hmm. I guess I think I hear you on that I still think it's kind of like I think today it's a little bit shocking um especially because we haven't really seen we haven't had a moment I think like this since the civil rights movement Mm -hmm. where we see white people being attacked by police officers as violently as they are being attacked right now um I or how journalists are being attacked by police officers too that to me is really shocking. I think of like, I don't know, with ISIS or with um, oh the um, I forgot other names of groups that capture journalists and torture journalists. That's like kind of what it's bringing to me. And we as a country always frown down upon that so much. And we always talk about how journalists are this country's like it's a what makes this country special is that we have journalists who can report the news freely without fear of Mm. government retaliation. So to see journalists being targeted, to see journalists being arrested, to see photographers, journalists, photographers, uh, photojournalists get blinded from rubber bullets is shocking Mm -hmm. to me. That to me is like 100% shocking. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy. All of this has been crazy. But like you said, there were some outcomes that came from it. So initially, like the rest of Black America, like the whole killing and the videos of um, George Floyd was extremely devastating, super triggering. Um, a bunch of emotions swarmed me. First, of course, anger um, that another non-threatening Black man was killed by the hands of cops. Uh, disappointment mm-hmm. that all four officers weren't initially held accountable and arrested. And I, that's why I believe a lot of um, a lot of people's frustrations, you know, stemmed from uh, as well as the killing disappointment that um and frustration that yet another video of black death was now consuming my timeline and mm. the news um i wasn't personally surprised about the protests and the quote-unquote riots um that was a result of such blatant disregard for black lives you know like because that was the result you know like so i wasn't surprised at that at all um someone said something like um instead of arresting four people you guys decided to make a thing about arresting 10,000 protesters like that was going to end and there were lots of casualties as well within all of this stuff too so um people got hurt people got killed on both sides so like it it was all of that when you could have just arrested those four guilty ass cops um but yeah then things started taking a little bit of a turn I guess when I started seeing like the whole world was mm-hmm. protesting the whole world was screaming black for lives matter the whole world was having um the the movements back which was that was shocking to me i'm not going to front that was shocking when i started seeing like people not just from uh minneapolis not just from this 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 country it was everywhere it was crazy mm-hmm. um so even yeah that started making me i'm sorry i said even the amish got involved <laughs> everybody i've seen so many different walks of life just um uh protesting and supporting which i was like wow this is amazing um 
but yeah, so the people are like constantly getting more educated, which is dope. Um, so yeah, that did something for me, you know? So, uh, mostly I would say like, I feel at this point right now, I feel a little bit of hope and I'm not going to, yeah, I know Chelsea, you always say I'm always so hopeful <laughs> and I am a very hopeful person. <laughs> I like you're hopeful so you're not hopeful anymore <laughs> until you realize hope is gone. Okay, no. <laughs> there is no I, such I thing. No, I, I feel a little bit of hope. Yeah. I feel a little bit more hopeful that maybe um, these lives won't be lost in vain. You know, as long as we keep fighting and we keep demanding the change and we keep the momentum. You know, as you said earlier, four cops were arrested and Derek, Chauvin, Derek Chauvin's charges were actually upgraded mm-hmm. from third degree to second degree manslaughter, which was great. Um, uh, there were more arrests and firing of officers who used excessive force during protests that occurred, which mm-hmm. was great. Um, today, actually, Democratic lawmakers and Congress introduced legislation aimed at ending excessive force by police forces across the country. Um, and within this, it's supposed to make it easier for them to identify, track, and prosecute the police, which is great. Um, I believe, give, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Breonna Taylor's case um, and Breonna Taylor's case, Kenneth Walker's charges were dropped as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think they are reopening it. They're, yeah, yeah, they're reopening it as well. And so yeah. overall, although I am still sad and, um, you know, hurt by the loss of lives, I am very hopeful that we're moving in a good direction. You know, you just got to keep the momentum, like I said, and keep focus. Yeah, I feel you on that. I think I don't necessarily share the hope you have, mm-hmm. but I'll explain why later. Um but I get it. Like, I think that there's something about it that's very inspiring. I'll probably use the word inspiring more than hopeful. I'm inspired by people's and the way they are showing up. I'm inspired by, I mean, I've met younger organizers who became organizers two weeks ago and like led a protest that had thousands of people upon it. And that's inspiring to me. You know, I'm inspired Mm -hmm. by these moments. Um, Hope, I'm not exactly sure if I'm hopeful yet, just because I think anything short of not even defunding the police, but dismantling the police forces is really where we like, it's not, it's not enough. If you're not getting rid of police forces in this country, then you are not, I think we're not doing enough and we're still failing black lives. And I don't Mm. think that we are there yet at the conversation of, of, um, dismantling police forces yet they are considering that in minneapolis we shall see how that goes because it has to get through the police union and we all know what the police union is and i don't know how we fight that so Mm -hmm. i'm very hesitant on using the word hopeful right now but we shall see i guess for the most part what i'm saying is i'm hopeful that we're moving in the right direction that's where i'm basically Mm -hmm. like like i feel like the direction that everybody is focused on is great now you understand it's not like I feel like as a whole as a country as a world we're all deciding that this is wrong this got to change and that's where that makes me makes me hopeful that even some police officers are now speaking up and saying you know what this shit got to change so I mean hey I, I, I but I do understand what you're saying that this shit's been going on for so fucking long yeah and I mean like, look, now. yeah I mean like Eric Gardner died in 2014, so six years ago. And 
the Black Lives Matter movement started in 2012, so eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And we are just now, today, getting people to say Black Lives Matter. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and that's even still controversial. Like, it's still not, it's like, no. not everybody can say that. Not everybody can admit that simple truth that Black Lives Matter or should matter in this country, mm-hmm. but yet they don't. Mm-hmm. So, right. I just feel like, while I'm hopeful that we're moving in the right direction, I'm not hopeful how, how long it's going to take for us for, to get there. I feel mm-hmm. like we need to act right now because I can't bear to look at another video of somebody dying, of somebody being killed by white supremacy and people not getting arrested or people mm-hmm. having to protest and put their lives on the risk and get hit by tear gas, get hit by rubber bullets in order for, I'm about to cry, in order for somebody to get arrested. Like, I feel you. I just feel like, yeah, I want to be hopeful, but it's like fucking enough is enough. And I'm so fucking tired of this shit. And I'm tired of having to exist in a country where I don't even want to have kids because I don't want to have the child and then have to watch my child die on TV and then watch the media and the police and the president do a character assassination on why that person deserved to die. Mm -hmm. I just so hopeful yeah, I think we're, we're, in the, we're going towards the right direction. I don't have the time for everybody to get there. I need us to get there now. Like, it should have happened eight years ago. It should have happened 50 years ago. It should have happened when this country was started, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't have the, like, it's just America's progress is so fucking slow. Yeah. It's fucking 2020. Get it together. I but do. anyways, <laughs> Jody, how are you doing? <laughs> let me pull myself together here (laughs) no 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 i mean i'm listening to everything about what both of you guys are saying it's like um it's being hopeful with a hint of skepticism behind it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean right and that and that's after which is which is i mean i'm i'm kind of getting like discombobulated and thinking about it but which makes sense you know especially as black people all is to be like, I'm hopeful that we're moving forward to in the right direction, but we've seen this happen before. And yeah. we saw what mm-hmm. happened after, you know? Like, we've all had all the hope. We all had the audacity to hope. And then yeah. the status quo kind of remains the same. But in terms of what's happening with, like, George, I, I truly believe, like, this one is, you know, it's kind of like putting apples to oranges, but this one's different than all the others, you know what I mean? And I think it's because we also have this pandemic kind of going on around. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, and people were, you know, one thing I read, people was like, well, we're so surprised at all the numbers of everyone that's kind of coming out to protest. And I was thinking, we ain't got no place to be, you know? Yeah. We've been mm-hmm. locked inside for so long. Who's to say a lot of people might've been doing a lot of self-reflection and then seeing this and seeing the lack of leadership you know, the lack of care yeah. from those based upon, not even in terms of George Floyd, but in terms of like all the countless hundreds of, you know, over a hundred thousand deaths and still mm-hmm. any sort of empathy, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, of course I'm going to go out on the streets and I'm going to go protest because there needs to be a change, not only in terms of like police, but of all the systems throughout that's that that makes the found that that makes America. And, and what oddly today I was thinking about patriotism and mm-hmm. 
and what patriotism is. And I feel that what we're seeing now with the protest in all 50 states, which is something has never happened before, and DC, to me, that's patriotism, you know? Because, Because the narrative of what patriotism is has been so, so... I'm going to swear so fucked up that it's become, you know, the flag, the Bible, guns, and upholding the status quo, right? Which completely goes against, and you have to kind of remember that our country was started, was created out of a rebellion, out of people kind of wanting to go, out of people trying to get out of oppression, you know? And mm-hmm. so... And for that, like, you know, they always say, like, they are the two patriots. But I feel that what's happening on the streets, like, that's patriotism. They're using their God-given right as Americans to kind of go out and speak up and try to demand change. You know, it's like we we were raised to believe that we are the best. We are number one. We're great. You know, and that we have other people kind of telling us, well, that, well, as Americans, where you know they're trying to hold us back you know and so we're just kind of just going out Mm -hmm. there and just kind of say you know need to have a change in the police system which started out as like a we started out in racism to kind of uphold racism you know that needs to change so many other things needs to change and for me i believe like that is what's going to make america great again by hearing the voices of the actual american people not the companies not the politicians but the actual mm-hmm. people on the street is like, we're fed up, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we're fed up, Yeah. you know, and if you're opting not to listen to us and we're seeing that you're choosing not to listen to us because you want to put, you want to turn the military onto your own people. That, right. To me, that's like, you want, it's so important to uphold the status quo that you're willing to kill your own people. Yeah. You're willing to aim and hurt and yeah. maim your own people to uphold what mm-hmm. what exactly. the right to her and no mm-hmm. yeah i think for me personally and what's been so hard is that and we're doing an episode on this later on but i, I was at a protest and i was at a protest i got tear gas and that moment of feeling like People who are supposed to protect you in this country, that's their job. Their job is to protect mm-hmm. you, are now attacking you. And not that I had any faith in the police. I think I had enough faith in, like, the masses of the people that I was with. Like, you know, it was, like, thousands of people at this protest. And for them to just tear gas us was like one of the most, it was a moment that like I literally froze. I like had to get snatched up by my roommate because I froze and it was this, holy shit, we are under attack and we're yeah. under attack for being right, mm-hmm. you know? We're under, we're not wrong. We're not on the wrong side of history here. They are. And, and they know that they are. Um, like, it's not a hard thing to like, anybody who says that George Floyd deserved to die knows that they're wrong they know it it's just racism like you know it's not like they're confused about mm-hmm. whether or not he should have been killed it's okay black man you're fine we don't care if you die it's just it's like this indifference like you live you live you die you die oh well it's no skin off my mm-hmm. or no sweat off my back whatever that saying is um but 
to hear, to be at a protest, get tear gassed, to hear government officials support the police officers, de Blasio support the police officers in New Orleans, Mayor Cantrell supporting the police officers. And knowing that a lot of our freedoms or progression forward is who we elect into office. So the change is going to come by who we elect into Mm -hmm. office. And not to bring it back to how I hate Joe Biden, because I'm not a freaking fan of Joe Biden. I really am not. But what is he going to do? And when he did that interview with Charlemagne de God and Charlemagne asked him, why should the black community vote for you? Mm -hmm. This is what he means, is that we are tired of seeing us die on TV to have our deaths played back over and over and over and over again, a thousand times. I'm telling you, I can't breathe is etched into my brain for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. I will never not hear Eric Garner's voice when I hear that saying. I'm not going to hear George Floyd's voices because I refuse to watch that video. I don't need to watch that video to know that he did not deserve mm-hmm. to die. And to hear Biden think that he doesn't need to answer that question, that he can make a joke of that question in his mind and say that if we don't vote for him, hey. then we don't, we're not black. Yeah, that, that's insulting. insulting. It's like, period. yeah. It's just insulting? Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's but insulting. it also says that, it's you know, ins- that's, that's what they think of us. They just, they know that we're, they know that we're just going to yeah. blindly follow their lead, you know? And not question anything mm-hmm. and just yeah. expect that we're just going to, that's basically it, that we're just going to blindly follow them, like how we, in quotations, blindly follow them for all this time. And I can tell you yep. right now, that is not where Black people are at right. in this moment. Um, you got to realize Black people are coming off mm-hmm. of over 60,000 mm-hmm. deaths due to COVID. Mm-hmm. And... 60 percent 60 fucking percent we make up 13 percent of the, the u.s mm-hmm. population and we make up 60 percent of covid yeah. deaths yeah amazing mm-hmm. biden needs to answer for this and he can't be keep saying like on like i don't know whatever he talks about medicare for all saying that he's gonna veto mm-hmm. that bill how fucking dare you mm-hmm. how fucking dare yeah. you when black people have been historically underinsured or has horrible health care when we do get health care. Yeah. I can attest to that personally. <laughs> Jody, I know you can attest yeah. to that personally. Yeah. Franny, I know you can t- attest right. to that personally. Mm-hmm. And for you to say that, oh, we don't need Medicare for all. We don't need an even playing field when it comes to health care is a fucking slap I'm in the face. I'm completely over like these politicians saying that they prioritize safety first for Americans because it's complete bullshit. As you mentioned earlier, the amount of money, we just had $3 billion budget to a reason. Yeah. LA, like, listen to this. New York is six that, That's billion. ridiculous. And the fact that even at the beginning of this pandemic, we hardly had any PPE or money for people. Like that's, y'all was, yeah. so we don't even have it. Oh, giving out a little $1,200 check. Like, y'all got it. Y'all got it. Y'all could help make people yeah. more safe, but you choose not to because you want to put it into military. You want to put it into police funds. You want to put it everywhere else besides where people need it. So they could, the politicians mm-hmm. miss, miss me with that. Miss me with the whole, we prioritize safety first. No, y'all don't. No. And like, honestly, when I'm saying like people are over it, I'm talking about people at protests. Mm-hmm. 
saying, go vote, you know how to spell Bernie mm. Sanders' name, write that name in. I don't know what's going to happen in November because people are tired of participating in a political system and voting for the establishment, voting for the established Democrat, and thinking that that's going to lead to our change and our when they're no different than Republican. no, so I said when they're no different than any Republican, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Trump and I think that's something yeah. that we need to be very clear about. Everybody, I keep seeing these memes like, "Oh, what did you think was going to happen when Trump got elected?" No, this could have happened under almost any mm-hmm. president in this country mm-hmm. that we've had so far. Because we've seen it happen under almost every president exactly. in this country that we've had so far. So when we talk about Black Lives Matter, we need to realize that this predates Trump's presidency. He has heightened it. Absolutely. He has given a voice to police officers who feel emboldened to, I don't know, kneel and choke the last breath out of Absolutely. us. Yes. But he's not the mm-hmm. creation of this problem. Mm-hmm. And this is something that American politicians, American police officers yeah. need to answer to. Exactly. And they need to change. Because I don't think Black people are going to keep participating in a political system that has been against them from the beginning and does not have our best interests in. Because I don't think that we, I'm very against promoting abusive relationships. Well, and this feels abusive. We we've been in a toxic relationship for 400 years. Absolutely. That's basically yes. it. We've been in a, yeah, toxic relationship Seriously. for 400 years. And we keep we've been the recipients of a hell of a narcissistic um, country (laughs) you were born being gaslit so yeah (laughs) so yeah yeah exactly we're constantly being gaslit we're constantly being killed and then said that you know we deserve to be killed we're constantly being told to wait our turn for freedoms so when I say, so pretty, I get being hopeful. I don't have the time though. It's like, I think eventually we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Maybe in another 400 years, we'll get there. I don't have 400 years of people, black people being mm-hmm. killed in this country. I don't have, well, obviously I, I'm not going to be alive 400 years from now, but you know what I mean? Black America does not have 400 years it. of black people still I being I completely killed. understand that. Mm-hmm. I completely get that. Yeah. And I, I, I understand the frustrations of not seeing the the benefits and you know being hopeful I, I guess I'm still on the keep hope alive train you know so but like yeah. <laughs> but, but it's like I yeah. get it too because I think that's all we exactly have. that is exactly it's what I was gonna say I really if we don't like that what we do we do on to yeah and that's sad that is sad that is that's sad. sad that all what we have is to hold on to is hope because we know that we ain't got shit up. hope is what keeps us alive hope. which is unfortunate you know yeah exactly but it's also you said organize and keep these people pushing to educate because they're hopeful for a better future so that's Mm -hmm. i do see but i think Mm -hmm. i think it's also like it's that catch 22 Mm -hmm. it's what keeps people organizing but because we have so much hope we still Mm -hmm. participate in these systems that basically aids to our oppression we keep trusting ourselves you know Yeah. yeah We keep trusting it. It's like, you know, the Democrats keep telling us, oh, don't worry, we got you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I don't believe Minneapolis is going to defund or, dive, or dismantle mm-hmm. their police force. Fuck no. I don't really think the House is going to do anything. Yeah. I think it's for show. I think it's probably going to be June, come July. Who the fuck knows what's going to be? Nobody's, who, mm-hmm. are we going to be talking about this still? Like, you know, mm-hmm. so 
and that's not to the discredit of the protesters or the people who are out there every day protesting. It's that the media is going to move on. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're not going to continue highlighting this. There's still going to be people out there fighting. There's still going to be people out there being tear gassed by the police officers. But the media is no longer going to cover it because Trump's going to do the next dumb shit. Biden's going to do the next dumb shit. And we're just going to be on to some That'd new be. dumb shit. When we really need yeah. to be focused on this. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to add before we wrap this episode up? For me, I'm I'm pretty yeah, I pretty much said all that I've I have on this. Um it's just so much and it's just so much so much progress that has to be made. And that part alone too feels exhausting. Um, but mm-hmm. it's it's something that, like I said earlier, we have to just keep this momentum, keep focus and keep pushing because that's the only way change is gonna come. Mm. yeah yeah i agree no i i agree with fanny and i agree with you too it's it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot um it's a it's a lot to just this time is different than all the other time because it's harder to all the other Mm -hmm. times you're able to just kind of everything's happening around you but you can kind of still go about your day-to-day life you know but this time it's just hard to just even focus on what's important to yeah. your own self personally you know and like for example like on Friday I had to take a mental health day you know because I could not focus on anything mm-hmm. else you know yeah no I you did, know? yeah I feel you I did nothing but sleep exactly. yesterday like you don't know if it's like your condition yeah. to kind of turn your mind off to turn your mind off of it but then and when you sit there and you think about it the shit's traumatizing and then you're constantly being re-traumatized by having to have by having these images thrown into your face and I know that you know the media is kind of doing it to kind of get white people to feel something you know what I mean when honestly mm-hmm. you know we get the we, we get the message now there's really no need to kind of keep showing um George's images of him dying in the news now you know that we've, we've moved past yeah. that so it, it all I gotta say it's a lot yeah. and and I'm just gonna remain hopefully skeptical because I am an optimist <laughs> I'm sorry Chelsea you, you chose the two wrong co-hosts you got yourself two optimistic people but <laughs> I feel like also like I'm very optimistic because I don't know what's happening with me right now because I'm actually a relatively positive person. You gotta leave Maybe the toxic relationship, um, girl. It's jading but, you, you know. Listen, know. we're here to balance you out, Chelsea. You know, okay. we're here. We're here to that. So yeah. I'm just going to remain like hopefully yeah. skeptical. So that's but no. that's what I got to say. So. Yeah, I think. Um, I think what really like I I don't know I feel like at first I was really hopeful but I was mm-hmm. also trying to process what was happening and then I came up to I just came to the realization that there's no processing this moment there's no healing mm-hmm. from this moment right now because mm-hmm. we are still very much so in this mm-hmm. moment we I don't know how to keep processing and healing from deaths that I know are going to happen next week a month from mm-hmm. now a year from now right. 10 years from now I know is still going to be something that is just happening to black people in this country. And I say it's just happening to them because it is yeah. just happening to them. Like it's not anything that they're mm-hmm. doing. Nothing. Like babies have been killed at the hands of police officers. Tamir Rice 
Ayanya Jefferson, who died seven years old from a police raid being shot in her house mm-hmm. while she slept. So it's just happening to us. Um, when she says just happening to us, just but, clarify, she's not saying just Black people. She's saying just happening, just for no reason, happening to us. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying it's just happening to Black oh, people. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, being killed by the police officers? Yeah, being killed by police yes, is just yes. happening to Black people. It's something that happens to Black people in this country. Um, but... Like you said, I do think that I'm inspired. I'm inspired by young people. I'm inspired by organizers. I'm inspired by how many people I see out in these protests during COVID, despite COVID being a killer. Like, you know, and I think it's a moment where people are saying, especially black people are saying, if it's not going to be COVID, then it's going to be the police that kill us. And I would rather die fighting than die passively scared in my house thinking Mm -hmm. that it's not going to happen to me thinking that I'm safe when really we're not Mm -hmm. so yeah so I'm gonna leave it at that for this episode because you know I like leaving episodes on those types of notes um so anyways this week we are going to be putting out a lot of different episodes some are going to be shorter others are going to be longer this one's a shorter one we just have many different topics that we want to cover that pertains to this moment in time. So some of it's going to be around Black Lives Matter movement. Others going to be on history. It's going to be part us sharing our thoughts around allyship. And like, it's just going to be many different types of episodes that we're going to be putting out there. And just subscribe. So that way, you know when the new episodes drop because we don't really have a schedule and that's okay. So please subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast and also follow us on social media at Instagram at um, black culture underscore black thought or on Facebook at black culture, black thought. Thank you guys so much. Please stay safe out there. Please stay healthy. If you are protesting, please wear your mask. Please keep your eyes open because these police are being reckless and we need you to be here to fight another day. So Peace out, everyone. Take care.